So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. voice is not very strong. Oh, here's you Jeff. can't talk. Here's Jeff. Yeah, here's sorry Jeff. About that. I forgot that uh, that man can't talk. Here's got, Jeff. Uh, bubonic plague day 300 or something like that. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh. That's right. disturbing. Uh, the phone number is 512-834-1027. That's 512. taking calls today? Yeah, lots. All right. A lot of them. They're really good, too. Wall talk, my, my chorus, my Yorkus. Yeah. The vote on Ukraine. Pretty much. Yeah, it's Taylor Swift, Joe Biden, that yeah. usual stuff. Um, and on Twitter or X or whatever it's called, it is at Jeff Ward Show, of which and, there's a lot and, and lots. And uh, Ed Clements, at Ed Clements 590. You don't even know what it is. I just said it. At Ed Clements 590. Or my Instagram play, uh, theedclements.com. You on, you on Instagram? No, you're not on Instagram. I have no idea. You're I'm not sure, on I'm sure I am somewhere, somehow. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't care. What did you do? You don't care? No. That's part of your social... Media being there, man. Okay. You want to sell more podcasts, folks? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm sure I'm there. I don't know. You don't post pictures and everything like that? No. I posted a picture of Steve Sarkeesian today. Maybe somebody else does, but I don't. Um, Your your staff, maybe, you're talking about? (laughs) Yes, all the staff is posting pictures. I don't think there's any, actually, to be honest with you. There may be video clips from the show. Let me just tell you. Um, but, you know, like embrace picture- it, my friend. Why well, you don't embrace it? I do too. I had a post today. What's it, what's the upside? The upside is people share and get likes and say, "Way to go, Ed. That a way to go." I don't care about way to go. I care about downloads. Well, okay. People are God. Why are you why are you why are you so mean well, today? Why I'm, are you mean I today? I know you're ill and I'm mean. Um, I'm trying to work through my illness as you Oh, I can't mention. Gary can't mention his yeah, illness next week. Exactly. You can't. Hippo rules. I've already laid down that law. Uh, I mentioned the people that are under the most pressure in this Super Bowl. None of them are with the Kansas City Chiefs. None of them. The Kansas City Chiefs face no pressure whatsoever in the Super Bowl. I could go along with that because they weren't expected to be here. Andy and Reid's under no pressure. Travis Kelsey's no. under no pressure. Tom Mahomes. And as I go, as you, as, you, as you look back at Christmas Day... When they get beat by the stinking Las Vegas Raiders, who thought they'd be here? Who thought? Who thought this? Oh. That they would defeat Buffalo one week, and um, they would th- defeat Lamar Jackson last week? Who would have thought that? Two weeks in a row. Nobody would have thought that. And, and they did it pretty easily. I don't know if I'd say it'd be easily. They, they worked hard, Jeff, but it wasn't like a Well, no, but walk. I mean, they shut down the best running game there is. They expose the best defense there is. So I don't think they face any. But I do think in order, Kyle Shanahan faces a ton. Brock Purdy, I think, faces a fair amount. Nick Bosa faces a fair amount. And as I just finished before you came, 
Tony Romo faces a fair amount to a great deal of pressure. Okay, give me that list again. You weren't paying Bosa? attention, were you? Bosa, I wasn't paying attention. Bosa? Tony Romo, and who else? Tony Romo. Okay. Um, Tony Romo, Nick Bosa, Brock Purdy, certainly Kyle Shanahan. Okay. The, the label, Kyle Shanahan is in dangerous territory of getting a label. It's a guy who can't complete yeah. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Can't win the big yeah. game. I mean, he, he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Up 28-3. Yeah, up 28-3. And then he went crazy. He's 1-31 when they are behind at the half. I and know. had his ass bailed out by Brock Purdy, Last who, week. by the way, looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Now, did you get that cut, Garrett? I said, that, these, see, this is the thing that makes me mad about Don't tell this. me he doesn't look like Lee Harvey Oswald. He really does, he sort does. of. He, he does. does. <laughs> but when I first it's heard this, real. I, I thought, is, is Trump there? Is Trump talking about, you know, Trump. Ted Cruz's father? <laughs> Ted Cruz's dad killed I President about Kennedy. That. But yeah, this has so... This is why the Super Bowl is fun, but this kind of stuff is really, really aggravating because if you're there as a as a sports journalist, you're going to talk about the game, you're going to talk about this. What P-Brain talks about this? Let's hear that, Garrett. Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think he's looking like, did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison, obviously. Uh, yeah. You don't see it. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Does he even know who Lee Harvey Oswald is? I asked that question myself. Yeah. Surely he has to. If you took history at Iowa State, 11 63 Oh, is that what, allowed there? What happened that day? Well, it's after the farming stuff you got to take. Um, I, I, he could not have Handled it better. dismissed it any better. Yeah, yeah. I might have said, are you kidding me, yeah. buddy? Are yeah. you serious? He said, security, get this man out of here. It. Stupid, stupid, he, stupid question. He does. In a sort of way. Oh, come on. Come on now. His face. If somebody's got the meme out there, I guarantee you, his face looks just like I've him. never seen Lee Harvey Oswald wearing a football jersey. Well. Never saw him wear a cowboy jersey or a Dallas, Texas jersey. Or a communist Chinese jersey. Say. Or a Cuban jersey. He wore the Cuban jersey. Yeah. Along with Ted Cruz's dad. Ted Cruz's dad. Yes, who was right there by him in the grassy knoll. On the streets of Havana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, he looks just like him in the face. Hmm. Will that help or hurt Super Bowl? I don't, that's a good question. Is that, yeah, I don't know. It's one of the most bizarre things I've heard anyone it say. It is too. And <clears throat> that person probably should lose their job. Probably yeah, should lose their job. I think you should lose your job for that. Unless you're with some half-baked entertainment type Something I don't know if he works for it. No, I think that might come your from one from of those. Westlake. Uh, no, I what? Does he work for your friend from Westlake? No names mentioned. Alex Jones. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Alex this. Jones. Yeah, this would be more like one of those nut job tinfoil hat outlets, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be where this would come from? Yeah, that's what it would would be. Yeah. I mean, they've run out of material on Taylor Swift, Joe Biden, Obama, Fauci, etc. Now they're bringing so Lee Harvey Oswald. They've got Lee Harvey Oswald. What are they with Lee Harvey Oswald on uh, Travis Kelsey? He looks like Charles Manson. No, he... Yeah, he does. Charles Manson was a midget. He was vertically challenged. <laughs> he was like 5'7". He looks nothing like Chuck Manson. 
He Come looks just like Charles Manson. He looks nothing no, like no, Charles no. Manson. Somebody out there who has time on their hands, create a meme right now, put some hair on Travis Kelsey, and you got Charles Manson. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going there. Uh, I really, really don't think so. <laughs> You'll Sorry, see. Sorry, you're way off. You'll see. On that one. You will see. Uh, I think Tony Romo's under a ton of pressure. Um, because of the Greg Olson situation? Yeah, I mean, and, and the act is wearing thin for Tony. I don't. I disagree. I think the act is just perfect. I think he's got CBS behind his back. I think he's got Jim, Knight's, uh, Jim Nance backing him. I don't think Tony Romo is in any change, any danger. Yes, the Greg Olson is looming over a lot of broadcasters, but as I said, uh, I guess last week while you were on, you were gone. Thank you for unnamed reasons. Thank you. I said this last week. I believe Greg Olson would be a natural fit for the Amazon Prime Thursday night game without Michaels because Kirk Herbstreit is doing far too much during the week. Thursday night, Amazon. Okay. Uh, Friday night is kids' football game. Saturday, the morning show with the uh, you know the ESPN, and then the Saturday night game. Yeah, that that's a place for Greg Olson. I don't know. I think the quirkiness is wearing off. All right, here we go to Twitter X or whatever it's called. Um, at Chris Reed ATX for someone who's always after our former Mister Nineteen Seventy Five President who routinely expounds upon marketing principles. Jeff sure doesn't understand twenty twenty four marketing. Everyone uses social media to promote. Yeah, well, okay. right on, brother. Okay. Right on. Stop. Speak it. the truth. Don't Preach. act. Don't act as if I'm Word. not using social media to promote my shows. That's that is incorrect. Incorrect. Not true. I believe there's posts already today about my shows. But you didn't post them. Whatever. You've got to be a self-promoter, my friend. I've told you that many times. There's a big difference between promoting my shows and showing you pictures of my kids having spaghetti at night. Or my dog. I don't care to let you in there, and you're not getting there. Well, your loss. My loss? Yeah. My loss? By showing your dog or spaghetti, you could have some... Uh, dog lovers that say, "Hey, I want to, I want to he- hear what this guy is saying," or maybe some Italians, you, the Italian American population of Central Texas. <laughs> you can laugh, Garrett, back there. I'm just he serious, man. You. He's laughing at you. You can laugh as you want to, there, Junior. Uh, here's uh, at Texas Hardball says Drago said, "If he dies, he dies." No, that is incorrect. I believe that that was. Oh God! I believe that was Bridget Nielsen, Drago's wife, who said, "If he dies, he dies." Here's a good one, at Jeff Ward Show at Ed Clements five ninety. Brock Purdy is Lee Harvey Oswald. Jeff likes quarterbacks that are assassins. I bet Purdy has some magic bullets for the Chiefs on Sunday. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Poor guy. This is it's gonna it's gonna be a thing. It's going to be overwhelming, but I want to start the Travis Kelsey, Charles Manson thing. Do it. I think you're so patently wrong on that. It's scared look if you'd like to. Well, I look. I know I lived during that time, man. I remember that night. <laughs> look, I'm not I remember saying. when he got arrested. He looks nothing like Travis the, Kelsey. Yes, if you give Travis Kelsey stringy hair and psycho eyes, I'm not. As, I'm not saying that Charles Manson is six six two sixty and jacked. Okay, how can you I'm look saying, like somebody if, if he's not 6'6 six, no. six and 260 and jacked? If Charles Manson were sitting down and you saw their faces next to each other with scraggly hair, and I believe Charles Manson didn't have a Nazi tattoo in the middle of his yes, forehead. Yes, he did. Okay, if you put that on Travis Kelsey, you've got a perfect, perfectly Wrong. similar. 
Wrong. Yeah. Fake news. Wrong. Hey, everybody, let's play the game. What players look like murderers? Let's go. Okay. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. You're thinking? I'm trying to think. Do, do, Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. Looks like. The guy from Chicago. Yes. Yes. The clown. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. The guy that dressed up like a clown. Yeah, killed like 30 people. Mm. Buried them under his house. A really yes. bad person. Yes. All right. Let's okay. keep going, everyone. Jeffrey Dahmer looks like George Kittle. With that hair. No. I think Christian McCaffrey looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. Wow. There you go. All right. We're moving along now, kids. Everybody play along. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Sirhan uh, Sirhan oh. looks like Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. I was thinking if you put a mustache on Kyle Shanahan... <laughs> A little black mustache. Okay. A oh, little no. tiny one. <laughs> oh, no, don't say it. Dish fatherland, dish fatherland. Put a tiny mustache on him. Okay. Wow. This is moving along nicely. Anybody else? You got any participants, anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Yeah. Anybody? Uh, at Jeff Ward Show, at Rebel Chuck 18 says, I have no problem with legalized gambling, but I have a problem with this. It's minors. It's kind of like I detest censorship, but I have no problem with making sure things in my kids' library at school are age appropriate. There is a difference. Um, well, hang on. It is, it's not gambling, it's pretend gambling. To be fair, there. Where you go with this? I, I'm lost. Fliff yeah, is an app. Pardon, pardon me. Fliff is it an app? Fliff. Yeah. F L I F. Yeah. Good luck. Fliff is an app, and this app I talked about it, and it is y- you you play with pretend money. Okay. And it's not there's not there's nothing illegal about it, so anybody can play. And you can win stuff. You can you're betting on all the sports. Okay. And the criticism is, well, this is what kids are gonna do. And I'm saying yes, I think that's exactly what's gonna happen here. It's like a betting app called Fliff, and you can win points for Chipotle and stuff like that. Is it like going to that what's that place over there it used to be popular with the kids? Um Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese yeah. or the other place. Yeah. yeah. We get the tickets and you've redeemed the tickets. It looks like a gambling app. Huh. And a lot of people are upset about it, obviously. Well, it does encourage gambling. It yes. does. It's, it leads the kids to the path of the work of the devil. Okay. But but outside the state of Texas, they're going to get to bet. Sure. You you go to New Orleans. I mean, it, it, you, is, it is a part yeah. of life. Now, let me have, 66% of adults are betting on the Super Bowl. Okay, help me, help me out here. Okay. If I got in my coche, that's a car for you Aggies out there. If I got in my car and drove to Lake Charles to go get some seafood, and if I, I could make a bet there in Louisiana, the Super Bowl, I could drive back here, and I guess how would I collect my money if I went, when I went? I would have an account. Help me out there. Yeah, there's a firewall. Um, it's... 
it's GPS protected. So ah, uh, across straight lines. Yeah, so that's why Mattress Max gets on the helicopter. He gets over. He goes there to collect. He goes yeah. there to bet, and you go there to collect. Okay, and then you bring him back. So there's a firewall up there. I've always wondered that. They, How do they know? They it's like the thermos. It's hot in the winter and cold in the summer. How does it know? Are you kidding me? No, just brought that up. That makes no sense whatsoever. I think it's a perfect correlation. It has nothing to do with the ability of a GPS to decide where the border is for bets. It's just like that. It's a firewall. Hot, hot for the winter and cold for the summer. How does it know? You're on crack, Garrett. What is he saying? This is a great example. No, sir. I know there's no computer-generated thing in that oh cup that keeps my cold drinks cold and my hot drinks no, hot. No, no. Cups aren't geographical. The bedding is geographical. Your cup can be hot in Austin. It could be hot in Lake Charles. You can't bet in Austin because of where it is. The firewall. But you can bet as soon as you get across the... He'll state go. Mattress Mac will pull into a convenience store right across, right across okay. and can make okay. that bet. I know what you're saying, but I was just making that... It, it a very was, interesting it, correlation. No, no, no. It, it is crack. I mean, I think Garrett is correct. You're on something, and it's not okay. But do you think a an app that looks like betting should be outlawed? No. I'm free. I'm, I'm a laissez-faire guy, and okay. no, I don't think it should be banned. It's fun. If they, you can win, you know, Chipotle or whatever. You, you don't or, care that a 12-year-old would be doing it. No, Trying because to, he wouldn't. He would be. What do? You, what does the twelve-year-old lose? Though does he? What? What is it? Ch- chips. Well, I mean, see, not, it's not, it's not dollars. Tangible. No right, dollars. Right. There's, There's no nothing. dollars. They're taking dollars and getting s- chips, but they're not. They're not straight out of your debit card. It's just they're act. It's, it's pretend gambling. It's pretend gambling, but but pretend cigarettes are against the law. But the pre- are they really now? I think they are. Can you have uh, those candy cigarettes anymore? Austin, react. I, I, I don't I think, think he can. Well, okay. I'd be surprised. So the kids, if they win, they get Chipotle cards. What does Chipotle get out of it? Views of the Chipotle sign or whatever. Well, yeah, you win. You win prizes. So you would make the bet. You could bet on any any of the sports. You could bet on the Super Bowl. Okay. And then you would win points that yeah, then could be redeemed. Redeem. Oh, that's that's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, the audience tends to. Differ, but okay. I, I kind of agree. Is with that you. the audience here or the audience over there with you mean my you, people? You my mean people. The, you mean the wall talk? Wall talk. Uh, machine gun talk. We talked about that today. I bet you did. Yeah. Uh, here we go. At Ed's underscore Jeff underscore son. Go fliff yourself, Jeff. Nobody likes the French. How long has it been since you had freedom fries? Yeah, Jeff. Okay. Freedom fries. Um. Okay, here's at Jeff Warchow. It really pisses me off that Dan Patrick won't let us, his bosses, vote on casino gambling. Correct. We should be able to have a vote in the state of Texas, an up or down vote. Hey, taxpayers, it's even worse than that. The, the voters in five municipalities in the state of Texas voted to decriminalize small amounts of marijuana, and the righteous moral attorney general is suing the cities for the people voting on yeah. it. I got another one about it. Uh, this was another one. At Jeff Ford, at Ed Clements on the murderers. Yeah. Look like football players. Here's a good one. O.J. Simpson looked like O.J. Simpson. 
<laughs> See that? He's a sports figure, huh. and he was an alleged murderer, Jeff. Yeah, well, you with me? hey, doofus, he's not in this game. The point of the game was to try to bring someone into the Super Bowl as a murderer. He'll be in the he'll be in the stadium. No. He played for San Francisco. He is He's not part of the San Francisco alumni. I know my dad has a picture with him. Your dad had, has a picture oh, with OJ Simpson. Was your Simpson. dad there that night in Hollywood? He drove him. Did your dad know Ron he Goldman? He picked him up. Yeah, really. He cleaned the knife. Was he with Al Cowings in the back of the Bronco? Yeah, it was a passenger seat. It's me. I want Mr. Ward and OJ, um, the juice. No, no, that that's that is stupid. Because, that's funny. No, that's humorous. The point is to tie murderers to the Super Bowl. Okay, tie of murders. which the juice is not a part of. Okay, Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. No, can't think of one off the top of my head. That one was good with Andy Reid and John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. That was, really good. I'm sad you came up with that one. That's kind of this whole thing is upsetting because they're chubby clown and you know. <clears throat> one of the assistant, I believe it's the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, looks like OJ. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think he's OJ. Okay. Um, Debo Samuel. No, OJ's too old. No. You're trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying way too hard. Sorry, I'm really getting into trying this. Trying way, way too hard. <laughs> I'm really getting into Did it. Did you see who showed up today at practice for Kansas City? Eric Bieniemy, out of a job once again. He left the job at Kansas City as offensive coordinator to get experience away from Andy Reid to get a head coaching job. And now the dude got passed over once again to be a head coach, and he doesn't even have a job. And did you also see who interviewed for the defensive coordinator position for the Cowboys today? Did you see this? Who interviewed for the defensive coordinator position? Say it. Rex Ryan. Yeah. Rex Ryan. I hope he doesn't take it because I think he's good on ESPN. I think he's very good on ESPN. He really is. Uh, He has been a breath of fresh air. This is absurd. Here's the at Giant Ginge. Listening to the at Jeff Ward show with my 11-year-old. Jeff's social media text. Is this guy from the Victorian era or something? He is. He, you this are. is such a stupid criticism of me. I, I get social media. I get it. Well, use I it, then, it, man. It's being used. I'm looking at it's Instagram. Used. You're not on Instagram, man. No. Not anywhere on Instagram. You're missing out. Uh, first you post to Twitter out. X this morning at 7.45 a.m. was from the Jeff Ward Show. Who posted it? Somebody named Jeff Ward? Well, that's not you, Jeff. What difference does it make? It, okay, you want some people invading and falsifying your Instagram page? They're not falsifying. Look, take a look at this. What do you see right here, sir? Anyone who's questioning the social media, what's that say? It's got my face, my show, and I promise you that's not fraudulent. That's some of your minions. That's some of your paid staff. It's, it's, it's a description of what's on the podcast. It's okay. done every day at 8 a.m. Okay, well, that's that's part of you paying or whatever. Yeah. What all of you really want to say is, why don't you show pictures of your cat and your kids? And the answer is no. Just want you participate. That's all I'm saying, man. It's right here, everyone. <laughs> but that's paid. That's nothing. That that didn't capture anything about today except your standard Frank Sinatra jacket. I, I like to look like Frank Sinatra in my pictures. Your Las Vegas picture. That's your Las Vegas picture. No, it's not. And it didn't give me anything. It's, it's the show picture. It's like straight from the show. 
There it is. Didn't give Here's another thing. one, another one. Look at all these. Look at all these. These are all posts, social media posts, almost every single day. And who, who, who posted it? Somebody your from staff. the Jeff Ward Show. Okay. What does it matter? You, don't even, you can't even name your employees? That's really rich. Employees. <laughs> That's but there's really one rich. on Ken Paxton right there. Did you endorse that? Did you co- go along with that? I said it. In quotations, <laughs> it's from me. Then me. Who posted it? Does it matter? Why wow. does it have to come from my fingertips? It does matter. It does matter. What if they have a false? What if they have They're a false not. post? They're not. But what if somebody does? Well, what what they, if somebody does? Then they've got a bad day ahead of them. Fired. Yeah, they got a bad day ahead of them. Yeah. You know what? No one. What doesn't happen? Anything from my official account does not. Not one word is not coming from me. So you, okay, there, you are you are de facto like our great Texas. Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller, you got people who put out all that blather he puts out on his stuff. So you're in the same boat? It's not blather. Those are my words. Those are all my words. None of them are made up, everyone. Stop with this. You're not on social. It's right there. Hundreds of posts. Looking for... for What what people really want is personal stuff. Facebook? You're on Facebook? No, you're not on Facebook. I think I am. I'll bet you the posts are there, too. Really? Yeah. Here, I'll show you. I got a computer here. I got a new uh, computer. No, I don't no, need you your do, damn help. Look at you. You got that thing. I don't need right, your Here, I'm going to show you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting back here. I don't know what everyone's complaining. I know what you I know what you want. I know. Let's see. I want someone a little less than a robot. That's what I would like. What, you're, you think the posts are robotic? Yes. The posts are trying to drive people to downloads. That's the business. The business is not my kids and their spaghetti. What's confusing everyone? Why why is everyone have their feelings hurt? Look at this. Look at this. All look what okay. there's Facebook right there. Those are my words, sir. Okay. Here on, okay. on Facebook. When I when I punch in Jeff Ward, you are one, two, three, four. You're fifth. There's some Jeff Ward from Camp Gladiator. Oh good. There's another Jeff Ward. There's yeah, another guys. you got a bunch of Jeff Wards in Austin. I here know. you are right here. I see you. Look. Look That's at all these good, posts. You look, look like you're about 15 in this post. Look at all these. Look at all this. Look. All these are posts. See? I just worry you're going to have some people posting stuff. Don't. I'm not worried. Okay, your last post on Facebook was from October 28th, 2023. That would be a personal fa- Facebook page of which I don't do anything. Well, how come your picture's all over it, goofball? I, that, that I can't answer. And I don't care. Here is the Jeff Ward Show. Right there with all my all my words. That's it. He's just like, <laughs> look at your hair. Look at your face. And <laughs> it's laughing my face. Is Pizza Boy doing this for you? Oh my God! This is, what's wrong with everyone? Seriously, what is wrong with everyone? What's what everyone not getting? Every day there's something about the show. Every day, straight from my their words, straight from me. Yeah. What else would you like? Because what else you like, you're spaghetti. probably not going to get. Spaghetti. Yeah. What'd you have for dinner last exactly. night? Exactly. That's what you want, vacation photos? You want... Uh, <laughs> Some of them I do. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Ed, wants, Ed wants those. Those are the ones, like he, those those are the ones Ed asked for. I like that vacation picture. Yeah. Hey, well, we got to take a break. When we come back... That's it. Get off of me. We'll get off your social media. More on the Super Bowl and more on some news today about a one of my favorite places to go will be saved 
from the evil oh, white God. rail from oh, Project boy. Connect. Oh, boy. We'll talk about that and much, much more here on 1027, your home for the Super Bowl, ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Mm-hmm. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Uh, welcome back to the show. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward. Again, uh, 102.7 ESPN is your home. Want to hear about a loser? Uh, yeah, let me re- get a promo here, Jeff. Got to get promo. a promo in. For what? Promo for the Super Bowl. It's the oh. ultimate game. It's Sunday. Hmm. Kickoff is 5.30, and you can hear that game right here on 1027 ESPN. Now, who's a loser? Who's Go ahead. Who's doing the game on uh, on the radio? I hope it's Kevin Harlan, because he's really, really good. Oh, Kevin Harlan. He is he's Kevin awesome. Harlan. Thanks. I love Kevin Harlan. And who's doing it? Is it uh, Kurt Warner? Yep. Nice. That's a really good team. Nice. Really, really good team. You know what Kurt Warner did recently that I think few, ta- far too... Far few analysts will do. He said during the NFC Championship game, what is Dan Campbell doing? I don't know why you would do this. I don't know why you... He was he was saying... I was like, Refreshing. yes, finally, Refreshing. Yeah. somebody call out the stupidity of these, these decisions. And he went on and on and on about it. It was, you know, didn't scream, didn't, you know, criticize the guy personally, just said... Where I come from, points are points. Yeah, you play for points. That, that's it, it, but that pattern we've seen with Dan Campbell. Oh, I know, I know. We saw that in the Cowboy game. We saw that just kind of goofball stuff, just to be. He's an aggressive guy. He's been that way all year long. But there can be aggressive, but don't be stupid. You know, it's so nice to hear Kurt Warner say because usually the answer is, and I've heard this all season long, college or pro, is driving me mad, and that is analysts, usually former players, will say. Well, I like the aggressiveness here. Yeah. And that's like saying, that is the equivalent of saying, well, I th- swung at three bad pitches, but I swung I was swinging really hard, yeah. so that makes it okay. No, yeah. no, missing is not okay. It's not okay. No, it's Trying it's, hard is not okay. Then you start to have to chase points late. you got to chase pisses, points, pisses chase points. Off. Pisses me off. Yeah, but a Kirk Warner is very good, and he had, I guess, in the first part of the third quarter, I was listening, a 1027 ESPN, by the oh, way, boy, and he go. said, you know, that this is dangerous territory for Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan because this is not a come-from-behind team, and it took Brock Purdy becoming a running back yeah. that gave them that victory. Brock Purdy, a.k.a. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. From now on. All right, here's a loser. Here's a man who spent eight years building a 24-foot matchstick model of the Eiffel Tower. It was tremendous looking. I saw it yesterday on social media. But there's a caveat there. Yeah. But... I know. Who are you going to meet when you say, hi, you know what I've done the last eight years? I built an Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. He, would you like to date me, please? He would no. See, that's in your deal because you have in your 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 golden years, your silver years. As I say, not the golden years, your silver years. What the hell are you talking about? You, you're getting older. That's what I'm saying. You've embraced. Jeez. You've embraced art, haven't you? You got art uh, yes, gallery I'm, openings. I'm very, you, I'm, yes. you've, you've got a discerning eye for art. Yes, I love and I'm it. sure this man you call a loser yes. would probably say, "I am an artist. I am a match artist." And no. look what I've built. That was ridiculous, what mm. you just said. <laughs> I go to... A trailer. S- yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things I can come back to that with. But one of them is, 
I go to art shows and see artists. Yes. And it takes maybe an hour or so. And there might be a good glass of wine. Right. And there might be company. Would you... He is inside of a lonely room by himself for eight years building an Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks. There have been some great symphonies. And there's some great work. Work you think Mona Lisa was in 15 minutes, my friend? That took Charles de Gaulle a long time. You're comparing this to the Mona yes, Lisa. Mona Lisa. I see. I see. But okay. The, the poor guy. The poor guy. Expand on that story. All right, what this he is did. pretty remarkable. Okay, so it takes him eight years, and this thing is giant. It's 24 feet, a matchstick model of the Eiffel Tower. Richard, Richard Plaud is his name. Plaud. He his started. Name is Richard Plaud. Okay. Yeah. It's He's P- French. Started making his replica of the iconic Paris landmark in 2015. Yeah, nine years ago. And he hoped that on completion, he would secure a place at the Guinness World Records for the tallest matchstick sculpture. Yes. Loser. So sad. Loser. Well, it's so sad. Anyone involved in matchstick sculptures is a loser. But tell him what he did. He's really he's really a loser. He's really a loser. He did all that work, okay? He did 706,900 matchsticks, stuck one by one. The matchsticks tower will be 23.6 feet, but there's a problem. He used ineligible matchsticks. Oh, yeah. Can you believe this story? 707,000 ineligible matchsticks. Ineligible? Yes. Because they were not commercially available and have been altered significantly from the original form. This jackass cheated. He got fixed matchsticks for nine years. Yeah, got the wrong matchsticks. No, he did it on purpose. That would be so nice. They're, they're, he didn't go to the store and buy 700,000 matchsticks. He fixed them. That's what the French do. Well, that's what they do. If he would have known, he would have, was using ineligible, improper, incorrect <laughs> building sticks. tools, matchsticks. <laughs> Poor guy. That was a bad day. Poor guy. He opens guy. the door and says, "Here it is, my masterpiece." Yeah. And then somebody goes and checks out some the, nerd. Yeah, some nerd. Some nerd. Who's an expert in matchsticks? Goes. Claude. Socle bleu, Claude. Socle bleu. This is the wrong matchstick, Claude. You're out, man. You're out. Yeah. He's got zero. You're not no. You got zero. What's he going to do with this creation? I didn't read the rest of the story. I guess bring his girlfriends that he doesn't have over. Girls, check it out. Oh, yeah, but those are fake matchsticks, Claude. Claude. I'm not taking my clothes off here. Claude. Wow. He says, this is what Claude had to say. What's his real name? Claude Delon. Richard. We'll just call him Claude. Claude. Yeah, because Ed will do that accent. Claude right. Delon. Here's what he says. <laughs> Here's what he says. It's disappointing, frustrating, incomprehensible, and not fair. Not fair. It's part of my dream that has escaped. How did he support himself for nine years nine while playing years. with matchsticks? How do you... How did... What was... Was it like a grant from someone? Uh, who? For the what? The French government for a work of art? Was it the Friends of the Eiffel Tower? I think it's kind of offensive that you would mimic that. But That's the greatest form of 
flattery. Yeah. Well, no. Yes, it is. No, it's oh, that's absurd. With oh. matchsticks? Jeff, they're talk show hosts that mimic you around this town and this country. That's flattery. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Huh? Wow. Okay. That was weird. But uh, Mr. Plaud. Um, no. No. He no, wor- you know what no. he does? Actually, here's an answer. He works in the he works in the Bridges Department of the Maritime Council in West France. I don't know. Apparently, doesn't work very hard. They control the dikes over there. Well, apparently, doesn't work very often. Mm. He completed his project on the 100th anniversary of the death of Gustav Eiffel, the original tower's engineer. And he was basically playing homage to yeah. the great Gustav Eiffel, only to be a cheater. Flattery. Flattery. He says he's 47 years old. He said he began buying matches in supermarkets and then manually cutting off the heads. It was very fastidious, Did he said. Did he have said. a guillotine? Being French that he is? Wow. <laughs> guillotine. <laughs> That's what he's going to build next for himself. Yeah. <laughs> Claude is going to kill himself. No, Claude, no. In a bid to ease the process, the model maker persuaded Flame Up, a French manufacturer, to supply him in bulk with boxes of matches without heads. But they were the wrong size. The decision over the construction method appears to have had a crucial bearing on the ruling by the Guinness Book. Mr. Plaud, or Claude as we now call him, was told the heads had to be scratched off for the attempt to be valid. So where he got it wrong is he cut off the match stick heads and that's what cost him so that means the current winner of the matchstick eiffel tower goes to lebanese craftsman tufik daher and it's tufik daher <laughs> tufik daher <laughs> and he he grew up in france but migrated to lebanon no tufik daher not at all but okay say it again tufik daher <laughs> You got to do that with this language, man. You got to okay. respect the French. So that model was <laughs> a bunch of losers. Twenty. It was twenty feet. Mister Daher. Daher. Yeah. Whatever. Used six million matches, and he unveiled his creation in Beirut on November 11 of 2009 in celebration of Guinness World Records Day. Plaud's building technique involved no. four to two panels that were designed to fit together, mm-hmm. but. He one ended up not purchasing the matches, and two he cut he cut off the heads when you're supposed to scratch them off. I can better bet that Claude will be able to sell that masterpiece to someone who admires the Eiffel Tower. I hope somebody flicks it and it goes down. That is so rude. I do. That is yeah. so rude. Yeah, I want someone to walk right up and say, Claude, watch this. Nine years of work. Is Nine gone. years of work. You wanted to burn. He cheated up in front of Claude. He, he didn't know that. He might as well have done steroids. Claude steroids. <laughs> All right, we got to take a Performance break. Performance enhancing drugs for the matchsticks. More on 1027. And keep those tweets and X's coming in. At Ed Plummets 590. You're at Jeff Ward Show. Whatever. The Jeff Ward Show or just Jeff Ward Show? Jeff Ward Show. Jeff Ward Show. And also, you ought to get Jeff's podcast, The Jeff Ward Show, Thanks. available where podcasts are, there you go. are downloaded Way all go. across Spotify, all the great locations. Electrify, Spotify. Yeah, huh. I want to talk about this deal that we learned about yesterday. I think you've probably been watching this about the streaming of live sports. It could really change the way we watch sports and could be the doom of some cable outlets. Some cable outlets. 
You want to hold that thought? You've got a well, pensive look on your face, I, I do. It's, it's not, yeah, I don't want to go claw it on you. Like everything. Hold that thought. Garrett wants a break. Like everything. We'll return after the words like everything here on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. To the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Thanks for being with us on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. We get a day closer to Super Bowl Sunday. There is good news for the iconic hamburger joint, Dirty Martin's Place. It will be spared, it will not be torn down because of Project Connect. Project Connect will not knock down Dirty Martin's and the Whataburger on Guadalupe and other, other businesses. So that is very good news for the 98 year old. University of Texas campus hamburger place, Dirty Martins. That's great news to celebrate. This coming Saturday, we'll have our Super Bowl oh, there preview there. There it is. That's a little. I knew, I knew it was going to meander its way through it's this. It's a hook. We're going to celebrate Saturday afternoon, 5 to 7, on our sister station, KLBJ, with our Sports Saturday shows. Garrett is a producer of that show. Come on down as we celebrate the survival of Dirty Martins Place. That's the good news. The only bad news about that is that. Project Connect still plans from 29th Street and Guadalupe all the way to MLK uh, and Guadalupe. Buses and pedestrians and bicycles only. So there's a little question how you get to Dirty Martins. I guess you just have to go around a little bit, but uh, are you, you, you understand that? The well, drag I mean, is going to be buses and bicycles and... Inline skates, too. Inline skates. Yeah. Yeah. Am I coming on Saturday? You're what if invited. I showed up? That would be a lot of fun. Sun Ben and my buddy Scotty Sayers. What about show? Your what friend time? Mark Brooks, five. five to seven. Five to seven. You can talk golf from five to seven. Then oh. we'll all Super Bowl talk from six to seven. Burgers, beer, vodka, prizes, tater tots. Yeah, like little Greg Abbott walls. We'll get some of that if you'd like that. Uh, perfect. Whatever. It would be outstanding. Whatever rows your boat there. Okay. Lord, Lord, lady. Yeah, that's Saturday. <laughs> but that's good news about dirties. All now right. we just need to save Muni. That's the next deal. Well. Save Muni from your university. My alma mater is going to tear you down, man. You don't hey, understand how it works. If he if they do that, I will be doing the show from a ch- tree. I'll be chained. Well, over there by number thirteen. No, you'll actually be inside one of those backhoes because they're going to run right over your ass because <laughs> that's what they do. Well, I hope they will reconsider and think the big. Because they need on this. some money. Oh yeah, got to get a few extra bucks here. Oh gosh, there. they need have another apartment complex or strip center. Right. That endowment is only $46.2 billion. Exactly. It needs to wow. be up a little bit. Yeah. Um, they need the money over there. Yes. Football program, not making very much no, money. No, none. No. No. I went to a news conference today. Today is the national February signing day. Yeah. It's, it's very obsolete now. And so Steve Sarkeesian held a news conference today. He talked about he's got 30 new players, 22 freshmen, eight from the transfer. He announced some staff today. Get this. Not only do they have 10 or 12 football coaches yeah. and probably 20 an analysts. UT analysts. Al- analysts. Analysts. Texas also has a general manager now, okay. a director of recruiting, a director of recruiting operations, <laughs> and the director of player personnel. That you, you know, I give you credit because you've told me many years, you said this for 20 years, 
it has become professional college football. Yes. And today it was amplified. Yeah. It truly is professional college football with a general manager, a director of recruiting, director of recruiting operations, and a director of player personnel. That's not Steve Sarkeesian or the offensive, defensive coordinator or the right. special teams coaches. Uh, Steve makes what probably makes going to make seven, eight million a year. Probably more. Those coordinators probably two million dollars a year. Million, yeah. yeah. So don't don't be confused about rah rah. Let's go get a milkshake and get yeah. that letter jacket. It's big old business driven by. It's bloated. It's it, yeah. It's, it's bloated. You said the NFL time. team. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> You know, there's a really, there's a actually a really good story in ESPN, and it's the jumping off point of the story is the head coach of Boston College. The head coach of Boston College left his job to become the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. And the thinking is that this more guys are going to leave college if they can. I don't think many of them can, but more of them are going to try to leave because of. The, if you're a Boston College, you're screwed. You can't compete. Chip Kelly reportedly interviewed for the offensive right. coordinator job at Seattle because UCLA is going to the Big, Big Ten. They don't compete with USC. They're a basketball school, and their alumni is not apt to start giving the big right. bucks to the football program. Yeah, so it is, you know, it's everything Nick Saban had predicted is that if these guys can get out of the college game, they're going to try to get out of the college game. Um, now, I don't think many are going to be able to just because there's not enough jobs in the NFL, and the NFL is not knocking down the doors to go hire college guys. But my point is that it's always it should have been should be run like a pro team, except no pro teams are bloated like what you just said. Yeah, they, I mean they might have a general manager, they might have a director of scouting, but they don't have these hangers on all over the place because they're smaller businesses. They mm-hmm. try to make money. Texas doesn't have to. Doesn't have. Doesn't they care. Take it right. And they spend it. They take it and spend it. Exactly. Yeah. There's money is no object there. But in the NFL, like for instance, Jim Harbaugh, he'll round out his coaching staff. It won't include the numbers you'll see at Texas. He won't have of that many not. people. Of course not. Because you don't need them. No. One thing. Another thing you've always told told me and told our listeners: the team success is measured about the draft draft selection. That's not how I say it. Well, how do you say it then? I say the draft will tell you how good you are. Okay. There. Steve Sarkeesian addressed that today. First year, they're five and seven year. They weren't good at all. Nobody drafted. Zero drafted. Second year, they improved just a little bit. They had five players drafted. And he said today after they had five? They had five. Huh. And after this past year with a twelve and two in year three, he believes that they could have, Texas could have ten to twelve players drafted in the NFL draft in April. And that is a measuring stick. That would be the most probably since the Texas National Championship team, I don't think, had 10 players drafted. No, I don't believe they did either. No. No. I don't believe this team will have 10 players drafted. What? I don't. I think five, five to seven. I think it's maybe, probably, yeah, I think maybe. you're right. I think it's probably in the range of five to seven, which is not bad. I mean, look, uh, Georgia had 10 in the first two rounds two years ago. Yeah. They were In the first two rounds. Yeah. They had four in the first round. Yeah. I played on a team that had three in the first round. All on defense. All on defense. Yeah. Five, we had seven taken in the first, like, 35 or 40 picks. Yeah. But that's when you know you're good. And you all competed for national championships. Yeah, the NFL will tell you how good you are. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That That's a 
I think that's a stretch to say they'll have 12. But, but, he's, but he is right. They're better. I mean, obviously they're better. I don't know. He's he's looking really forward to next year, too, because with yeah. these. with these Because he pay, they're paying a bunch of guys to come. Paying, most notably this Isaiah Bond from Alabama. Right. Who said this is a business transaction? Yeah, he's coming to get a Lamborghini. Amari Nyblack from uh, Bama, the tight end, uh, defensive player from Arizona State. Trey Moore, the edge rusher from UTSA. Kendrick Blackshear, the linebacker. There. What do you think those guys want? That's that's the first question. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? They want money. Yeah. Oh yeah, they want money. They want. And they now want downtown now, has them, and they want cars. Yeah. And now, yeah. I mean. Getting over that hump and getting the Final Four, now you're not just handing out prizes and cash. Now they're on the stage. Yeah. You're in the SEC. You played in the Final Four. Now it's more than just, now they're going to get more exposure than money. You got Michigan in week two at the big house in week two. But they're not leaving Alabama because Alabama sucks. They're leaving Alabama because Texas is good and I can get a Lamborghini. And Isaiah Bond had a relationship with Steve Sarkeesian. They He, he recruited him when he was at Alabama. Okay. But what and did he say he wanted? He got it. Yeah. He got the Lamborghini. He, got the, he said it point blank. He just said it's a business decision. Yeah. And the next thing you saw him on his social media at the Lamborghini dealer. Not to be found in was Tuscaloosa. He really? Oh, yeah. That Saturday afternoon, he was at the Lamborghini dealer. <laughs> yeah. I, it's exactly what Nick Saban said. I'm, I think that's why Nick Saban said I'm out. You know where Nick Saban was today? I have no Playing idea. golf at the Waste Management Pro-Am. Glenn Powell from Austin, the actor. You know Glenn Powell? I, I don't know him, no. We're going to have him on the show. You said he listened. He listened. He and his dad listened. He's in that new rom-com with Sidney Sweeney. He's oh, got he's, he's nice. He's, he's, he's I written, like her. Yeah. He's, he co-wrote a Are new they together? No, they're not together. That okay. was a rumor when they were shooting the movie. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. But he also wrote a movie with Richard Linkletter that premiered in Sundance. It's getting rave reviews. So we're going to have him on before the release of that well, movie. You've said that a couple times. Yeah. It's not happened. He's playing a pro-am today. He said he's in, he's in Phoenix. Playing the pro-am. Playing with Scotty Scheffler today. None of the all these celebrity friends you have, you talk about. You send me pictures. Yeah, let's send you, you pictures. Send me pictures of you yeah. getting liquored up with celebrities. Yeah, I'd and it does guilty, and it does nothing for the show. Well, it will do everything for the show. It'll no. all pay off one of these days. Oh, is that so? One really? Of these what days. is, what is that? Off. Is that so? I've been hearing that for a while it's now. Gonna pay off. Okay, it's gonna huh. pay off. Man. I see. One of these days. I see. When you least expect it. Huh. Yeah, it's going to pay off. You're going to get that big movie role that is going to take you from obscure method actor. Hit it, hit it. To, hit it, to what? It. What was it going to take it. you to? One day you're going to be in Schindler's List Part 2. Part 2? Yeah. Oh, I see. There's a Part 2. Oh, yeah. Huh. This will, this, one day, audience, he's going to go from that disciplined, obscure method actor. I was in Friday Night Lights. I was yeah. Ralph Jarrett was yeah. my character's yeah. name. To Schindler's List. Part two. Part two. Yes. Mm-hmm. And see, they may make that because I was reading today, there's a Schindler, there's a, a female equivalent of Schindler's List who helped get Jews out of Ukraine. And, this, and you're Poland. going to be in that one, and she's going to be your love interest. Hit it. Academy bang, Award. Bang, bang, Academy Award. That's it. When you least expect it, it will benefit you and your little podcast and this show. <laughs> More. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.